Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Amy Capello is a life balance strategist, certified life coach and owner of Pure Joy Life Coaching based in Savannah, Georgia, USA. Amy has been professionally coaching powerful individuals since 2019 and informally since she graduated college. Her background is in biology, but she found her true passion in coaching others as they grow into leading an authentic and balanced life. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited to talk to you today about our theme of making the most of each moment. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so I um, am a life balance strategist. I'm a certified life coach, and that is certainly a journey that I never thought I would take. I actually am someone who used to make fun of people who use life coaches, (laughs) and here we are. Uh, the irony of life, right? Um, but I got into um, this profession and into this calling um, through just a random series of events where I had friends and family that kept um, reaching out and asking for assistance and things. One of them even told me she needed an Amy in her back pocket uh, that she could just pull out at any time. Um, So that is part of my story and part of my journey. I also am a stage three um, breast cancer survivor. So I got diagnosed right at the beginning of the COVID journey. Um, So one of my friends told me that, you know, COVID was hard enough, but I had to, you know, basically say, hold my beer and (laughs) make it a whole nother situation. So I was diagnosed with a very rare and aggressive breast cancer called inflammatory breast cancer, um, which is very uncommon. But I spent the bulk of 2020 and into May of 2021 on my um, cancer journey. And that really kind of refined and shaped who I am and, um, and what I'm doing here. Thanks for sharing that, Amy. It's, it's something that too, that when these things happen to us, and I think that's why we're talking about this theme today of making Mm. the most of each moment that, you know, we do wait for that traumatic thing to happen or something, Mm. or we keep saying later on someday, one day too, is that what sort of prompted you to start thinking, well, how do I make the most of each moment? You know, I thought I was doing a really good job. I'll be honest with you. So um, I went through a divorce in 2015 and I did a whole big like reevaluation of what I want out of life. And now my future is going to look very different than I thought it would. And I started making some more intentional decisions um, in what I wanted my life to look like after that divorce. So I really felt like I was doing a good job. But going through this cancer journey really like kicked me in the butt. It took it up a whole nother notch, to be honest with you. And it made me realize little subtle areas where I was holding back and being a little bit more cautious than I think I even needed to be in some of my life's decisions, just in the choices that I made and the way that I approached things in how I would let um, fear dictate what decisions I was making and going through that cancer was like, we're going no holds barred. 
what is it that I want my life to look like and how can I make that happen? It's amazing, isn't it, that uh, we think sometimes that, oh, yeah, we are going along well, we are doing Mm -hmm. things, but when we stop and take a moment, there are those fears or things that are holding us back and it's not until we actually address those, is it, that we realise, well, there's a lot more that I could be doing to be living in the moment. Right, right. And so this may sound really awful and really terrible, but, but bear with me on this. I feel like if we could be really honest with ourselves and say, if I went to a doctor today and I found out I had stage three cancer, what would I change about my life? What would I do now in the present that I've been putting off or that I've been afraid to do, or that I've, you know, had on the periphery, but haven't really made a priority and going from that periphery to the priority and making that something that you, you know, you can control, you know, you can do, but actually bringing that to real life and bringing that to fruition with intention, putting it in that perspective can really help. And the beauty of that situation, as terrible as it sounds to ask yourself, what would I do if I had stage three cancer diagnosis today? The beauty of it is you don't. So you get to evaluate this (laughs) without actually going through those motions of having that journey. And one thing that I really realized is we hear all these stories of like, oh, she got diagnosed with a terminal illness and had six months to live. So she quit her job and traveled the world, right? Like we hear things like that. And, and that does happen, but it's not the reality in so many situations, um, things that you don't really realize and going through, especially health diagnosis um, that are, are so difficult. You have, you have treatment. Like you don't, you don't get to just go, you know, right? Like you need to do the things that you can to whatever that looks like for you, you know, and it looks different for everybody, but you have to actually take the time to be treated and fight that cancer or whatever, you know, the situation is. And a lot of times you are very ill. You are very sick. You're not up to it. So, you know, let's just say I had been given six months to live and I wanted to go travel and, you know, cash out my life savings and go do that. If I were on a really harsh chemo or something, I would have been too ill to make that happen. So really finding the place where you can say, I'm not in this situation, but what can I learn from it? What can I bring out of that from someone else's journey to try and find those ways to live my life with purpose now? So true, isn't it? Like it's one of the things that I do as a bucket list coach is I get people Mm. to stop waiting to do their bucket list you know, till someday when they retire or if something traumatic happens to them, then they look at their bucket list. I really want people Mm -hmm. to look at things now because you're so right because you don't know what's going to happen later on. You don't know if your health is going to be up to it. So many stories, like even with my own parents, I heard that Mm -hmm. when my father retired, he -hmm. retired ill and then he could never do the trips around Australia that he really wanted to do. Like he was, he wow. was lucky enough to do one or two, but he wanted to do more when he retired, mm-hmm. but he was unable to do that. And I think that's right. sad because we really need to be able to sit down and say, these are the things that I really want to do and let's work out how I can do them now. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And, and we are not promised tomorrow. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter, right? Mm-hmm. We are not promised tomorrow. And we don't know, you know, I know going through 
my health journey that I've gone through, I know what my statistics for survival are. It's not good. <laughs> I know, you know, what that looks like for me. And I, I joke with my friends and family that, you know, I have a number above my head and I'm very aware of the statistics. So for inflammatory breast cancer, uh, stage three, I have a 50% chance of being alive in three years. And it's just the truth of the matter, right? Now, I don't claim that. I don't own any of that. I plan to live until I'm 102, but that's, you know, where we are right now. And um, so I, yes, so I do have this number above my head, right, of how long I'm aware that my survival statistics are, even though I plan on living until I'm 102. But we all do. I'm just aware of mine. <laughs> I've just gone through something health-wise that has made that front and center for me when the truth of the matter is someone could get in a car accident tomorrow and lose their legs, right? And now the things that you wanted to do, you're not able to do because that very unexpected, very unplanned event happened. And so there's so much fire and passion and drive behind choosing to do these things now, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, right? Whether it's going places or having conversations or achieving goals or whatever that looks like, but doing that now, because we just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, you know? Mm. So instead of choosing to look at that as a, a dread and a, a heavy, you know, I look at it as this is my motivation. Like, oh my gosh, this is, this is my free pass. Like this is my reason and my excuse and my carte blanche that I get to do what I want to do because I am not promised tomorrow. So if I want to go here, I'm going to go here. If I want to eat that, I'm going to eat that. If I want to spend time with this person, I'm going to spend time with that person all because I know that I don't have tomorrow promised. And so I get the freedom to make those decisions and, you know, do the things that I want to do. Yeah. And one thing that comes to mind to me is even though, like we say, women will, you know, their life expectancy is about 83, mm. you, there are no guarantees. And we've recently had here in Australia, a couple of celebrities who are around the 52 mm. age, which is my age, mm. pass away from heart attack. Oh and gosh. it really needs to be something that people think about thinking, well, they're young. These are celebrities. These are, um, they were athletes um, wow. that looked after themselves. They had a great life. They were doing things, but it's right. taken from them, you know, at 52. Mm -hmm. So they're not mm -hmm. going to get that extra 30 years. Right. So, you know, it's really important right. that we don't just keep waiting and take yeah. heed of these moments that come up and say, yeah. well, I'm 52 now. I'm going to keep living my life, which is why I love having my bucket list and we were yeah. having these conversations previously that you take advantage of the moments where yeah. oh I'm, I might be here traveling around but then suddenly I'd love you to t actually tell that story that you told me about you know you were in New Zealand <laughs> so if you could do that and share it with the listeners I think that would be fantastic yeah sure absolutely so I um I previously traveled to um Australia and New Zealand I took a girl's trip um the flights actually got really cheap and I had five friends that decided to join me so we took the long journey together and we ended up in Queenstown New Zealand and I, we had booked these tickets to go up this mountain and I cannot for the life remember 
for the life of me remember the name of it but we were up there and we were having this beautiful lunch and uh, all these glass windows and we can see the water and and it's just gorgeous and we noticed while we were sitting there eating our lunch that people were paragliding and we're just watching them go down the side of the mountain it was absolutely beautiful and here they are and so I looked at my friends and I was like we should go down that way (laughs) like I know we already paid for the lift but why don't we why don't we go down the mountain, but via paragliding. And they were like, Amy, are you so serious? I'm like, seriously, let's jump off the side of the mountain to go down. <laughs> like, we've never done this. I've never done this before. Why don't we do this, you know, this wonderful thing? And so we did. I convinced two of my girlfriends to do that with me. So we walked over and we talked to them and we got signed up. And um, this beautiful French man harnessed himself to me and off the side of the mountain we ran. And it was amazing I got the best video of us doing loops in the air and me screaming you know bloody murder it was it was incredible it was really amazing and I have that memory and that will forever be mine right and I took advantage of that time and that place and that opportunity and said yes to something that I I will absolutely never forget and I'm so glad that I did Uh, I love that story I think it's just awesome because it's (laughs) it's taking you know advantage of the moment and really having mm. those experiences because we can you know buy a postcard or we can say oh that looks lovely and let fear <laughs> hold us back but really when yeah. you overcome even like the slightest fear of you know it might be heights it might be jumping out mm. of a plane whatever it is yeah. it's just such a liberating feeling and it can actually help you in so many areas of your life just by Absolutely. stepping outside that comfort zone isn't it and really having those experiences like I don't know about you, but I, I see society tells us that we must have the house, we must have, yeah. you know, the family, we must have the right job. Yeah. And so we keep going along this path of must do and the right way mm-hmm. and the busyness and seeing that mm-hmm. as a badge of honour. And we're really, I don't know why we're put on this earth to keep doing that sort of thing. We really want to have those experiences. I think get out there and, and yes. live your own path. Yes, I totally agree. I tell a lot of my clients when I'm working with them, they'll say, well, I, I feel like I should be doing that. I'm like, oh. We don't do shoulds. We don't do shoulds and should nots, right? Because a should or a should not is someone else's expectation on you, right? We've got to find that internal, what is it that I want? What is it that I feel like I need? What is it that I feel like I should be doing? And even if that's something as ridiculous as paragliding off the mountain after you have lunch, (laughs) that's okay. Instead of saying, well, I should be saving that money or I should be taking the ticket that I already bought for the lift on the way down or I shouldn't do something so ridiculous because I'm a mom. Ah, you want to paraglide off the side of the mountain? Let's go paraglide off the side of the mountain. Exactly. I'm with you there. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Do you feel that when you're working with people that sometimes they have trouble I suppose, verbalizing or articulating what they actually do want, because it's so much life is about, I don't want this, I don't want that, you know, that they really think, well, what do I want? What What is adventure mm-hmm. to me? What is variety? What is fun? Yes, yes, yes. And not even only just saying I don't, 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 but really peeling back when you can identify your dues, making sure that they are yours, right? And not a narrative that was created from someone else's expectations for your life. Like I do want to buy a house because I do want to buy a house, not because 
my parents see this as a sign of me being a real adult, right? And so even when we get to those points where we can identify a list of dues, going through those and really being self-aware and self-honest to say, this is at my core, what I want. And that may look so bogus and ridiculous to everybody else, but it's okay because everybody else has their own life that they have their opportunities to make those decisions for, right? We have ours. This is your life where, again, those days are numbered and you get to decide exactly what that looks like. Yeah. And it's such a freeing feeling too when you you start articulating, well, this is what I want and this is what I would love to do and this is how I want to feel. And mm-hmm. it it's just changes your life. And then you, you get up in the morning and go, right, what's on for today? You were looking forward to it. And so when you were talking about making the most of each moment, it's like, well, what's today going to be like? Or what's this moment? Or what can yeah. I do? Like we do have to do things to keep us going. To, we do have to work. We have to bring in income. Otherwise we can't do anything that we'd like to do. <laughs> but there's those moments like just getting out in the sunshine and putting your hands up and going, oh, mm. I just love the feel of that warmth. Yeah. It's, it's those moments too that also make up our lives, not mm-hmm. just the bigger things that we go, oh, it's a big holiday or mm-hmm. I'm going to jump out of a plane or those big things. Sometimes it's those little tiny moments of each day mm. as well. It is. And, you know, one thing that is really near and dear to my heart, and this was pre-cancer diagnosis for me, and this was pre-COVID. So, you know, we were still open and traveling and I did a semi-solo trip to Bali. So it, I traveled all the way there. It took like 30 some odd hours to get all the way there. And I was there for about a week before my best friend came and joined me for the second week. um, And we were there together. And my now husband, we were dating at the time. And I used to work a really high stress, you know, corporate job and, and just constantly on, constantly giving, constantly exhausted. And I remember I was there and he and I were WhatsApping, you know, texting. And he said, I am so glad you were there. You have earned this. You deserve this. And it's so funny because I feel like most people be like, oh, that's so he said I earned this I legitimately got so angry (laughs) it was the funniest response and it was like ew ew that I had to overwork to earn this time off right that I had to overdo and drain myself completely dry at this crazy stress job that I had to deserve Ew, no, I deserve because I exist. I deserve because I exist. I am a human. And so I innately deserve to enjoy my life, to take breaks, to create a life that I want to create because I exist as a human. And that's it. And especially, I feel like Americans are the absolute worst at taking time off, stepping away. I was messaging with someone today who I want to hire to help create something for me. And um, she said, well, I just had my baby. So I'm only working on the weekends and after 630. And I said, no, it's okay. Like, come back. It's fine. Like, you're not going to lose me as a client. Just circle back when you're done with mommying. You know, it's totally okay. And so a lot of people, but especially a lot of Americans that I know, like, this is just kind of how we were taught to operate. And I remember in some of my travels running into people actually from Australia 
and they're oh we're on holiday which is like my favorite not we're not on vacation we're on holiday I love I just, we're on holiday and um and they were just at ease with it and then and so many people follow that up with I'm on a one-week vacation yeah I've worked so hard these three weeks because we feel like we have to follow it up with justification of how we earned this break when if we could just say this is what I want my life to look like and I deserve it because I exist. And these are the intentional decisions I'm going to make. I think we would all be so much happier. <laughs> oh, I agree. I love that. I love how you just explain that. Because, yes, I, I hear other people saying that about the, the holidays as well. You know, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I deserve it. I've worked for 12 months straight. As though it's a, a yes. great thing. I'm thinking, really? Yes, <laughs> Why, yes. When I train my people, my clients, I say, okay, this is what our year is going to look like. The very first thing you're going to put in is your holidays. <laughs> before we do anything else exactly where exactly. are your holidays <laughs> and we'll go and schedule the other stuff exactly <laughs> i yes. love that well amy i'd love to keep talking about this but uh time is up so thank you so much for sharing your story with us if anyone wants to know more about you or what you do where's the best mm-hmm. place for them to go so you can find me at anything pure joy life coaching. So um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you feel free to friend me on Facebook as well, Amy Capello, but all of my stuff is pure joy life coaching. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Igniter's Amy herself is pure joy to talk to. Her outlook on life to make the most of each moment is inspiring. If you want to know more about Amy, check her out on all social media. To get off that road to burnout and find balance and adventure in your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.